Welcome to Unfiltered Sports with Charity Chambers. I'm Charity Chambers, and today, like I told you, like I promised you guys, I have back my co-host, my main co-host, Andrew Chambers. Thanks once again for being here today. Howdy, it's always a pleasure. Yeah, so I am actually really excited to talk about this topic. Today we're going to talk about the Michael Vick, Colin Kaepernick controversy. I mean, I'm sure you guys have kind of heard about what Michael Vick was saying about Colin Kaepernick's hair, but if you if you haven't heard, I'm just going to kind of read you a little quick statement on what what happened. Okay, so Michael Vick was on a Fox Sports show and basically was talking about Colin Kaepernick and what he should do if he basically wants to play in the league again, right? So this is what Vic said. The first thing we've got to get Colin to do is cut his hair. Listen, I'm not up here to, be, to try to be politically correct. Even if he puts cornrows in there, I don't think he should represent himself in that way in terms of just a hairstyle. Just go clean cut. You know, why not? You're already dealing with a lot, a lot of controversy surrounding this issue. And the most important thing he needs to do is just try to be presentable. So this statement got a lot of, I, I want to say 98% of the African-American community upset. <laughs> like, I mean, upset. Twitter um, blowing up, whatever. I mean, yeah, like, he, he, from what he said, he seems like a sellout. Like, that's what it just seems like. <laughs> He's selling out. Yeah, and that's what a lot of the comments are. I even saw a lot of people saying, like, well, why why should he have to cut his hair? That doesn't make sense. Like you said, he, he's selling out. But I might sound crazy. I completely agree with what Michael Vick said. Basically, what Michael Vick was saying is that in order to kind of fit in into America, uh, for lack of better words, in order to fit into America, you there are certain things that you have to do in order to be quote unquote accepted and in order to get certain jobs and stuff like that. Is it right? No, but I feel like that's kind of what Michael Vick was saying. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it is. I mean, if I'm trying to be a CEO of a company and I come in with the Afro like Colin Kaepernick, I mean, <laughs> like, honestly, does anybody, does anybody think I'm going to get that job? <laughs> no. And I'm not saying that it's right. But I'm just saying that's the way that things work here. And that's the way that it has been. That's the way that it, it, it is now in today's world. <laughs> right. Like, and I, I'm glad that you brought that up because, like you said, like, if we're being realistic, you're not getting that job. You go in there with the afro. You're not getting a job. You go in there with dreadlocks. You're not getting the job. You go in there with cornrows. It's just, it's not going to happen. Like you said, it's, it's not right, but it's, it's the society that, that we live in. And that, I feel like that's the problem. And that... And I, I hate because I feel like a lot of times the millennial generation gets dragged on too much. But I this is a time where I feel like that is a problem with our generation, that we don't accept the truth. Like the mm, truth is mm, mm. that right. it doesn't matter how you feel. I mean, nobody's saying that Colin Kaepernick can't look like he wants to look. Michael right. Vick wasn't saying he can't do that. He said, if you want that job. Right. And so if he wants a job in it, does he have a job in the NFL right now? <laughs> no. So he was saying if you want a job in the NFL, you have to conform to what wow. the NFL owners wow. want you to do. So they will give you that job. 
Wow. And for whatever reason, people don't like to hear that. But mm-hmm. that is the truth. That's the truth. Don't get yeah. mad at Michael Vick for saying, saying it. it. Get mad right. at the owners right. of the NFL teams that won't <laughs> pick him up because of that. Exactly. And I'm glad you're saying that because that's one of – and that's kind of the premise of unfiltered sports here. Like – Telling you the truth, whether you want to hear it or not. And like you said, don't get mad at Michael Vick for saying what the truth is. He's not the one that made these unspoken rules that you can't have an afro and stuff like that if you want to get a certain job. That's Michael Vick did not make up those rules, so why are you getting mad at him for telling the truth? Michael Vick had hair like that. Right, right. Like, so why are – I guess – that's my main problem. We have people really around our age, millennials, and, well, really older people, too, <laughs> which I don't understand. But anyways, they should know more than anybody that can't be wearing your hair like that. Y'all the main ones still on, never mind. Anyways, <laughs> I'm going off on a tangent. But <laughs> I, that's what making me upset, like, getting mad at Michael Vick just for simply telling the truth on how America is, how America is run. Like, it's, it's facts. And like you said, that that is what makes me mad. That's what frustrates me is because it's getting twisted so much that people get upset with Michael Vick when he didn't say anything wrong at all. Right. Like the pro. <laughs> Why are you getting mad at him? Right. Why are you not getting upset with the owners who are not picking him up? The teams right. that are aren't picking him up right. because that's the real problem. If you want to go after anybody, go after them. Right. Because he's just he's just telling him how to get a job. Right. And that's the truth. You're right. And I was even having a conversation with one of my friends about this specific thing. And of course, he was not he did not agree with my point of view. He was like he was his thing was, well, why they didn't have a problem with Colin Kaepernick before when he had his hair like this. Or like you said, Michael Vick, his whole time in the league, he had his you know, he had his hair in cornrows, whatever. That's what Michael Vick had but the point being we all know what Colin Kaepernick has kind of done and you know not standing up for the national anthem and stuff like that and so then you put having your hair in an afro on top of that which some people associate with kind of the Black Panther movement and stuff like that black power quote-unquote like some people associate that with that so they associate the hair with kind of the Black Panther, that's kind of the hairstyle that they wore, the Black Power, stuff like that. And so I actually, I, was, I came across this post on Facebook by Sean King, um, and he kind of explained kind of what we're talking about and kind of what Michael Vick was trying to say. And I'm just going to read a little bit of it because it's kind of long. But so he says, what Mike Vick was saying is that if Colin Kaepernick wants to play in the league again, he needs to lie by hiding every single hint of internal and external blackness he can. The NFL, after all, doesn't have a problem with long hair. In fact, some of its most popular and marketable players like Troy Palomalu and Clay Matthews are famous for it on and off the field. Colin's, bi- problem, Colin's problem isn't his big hair. It's what it represents to the fragile white sensibilities of NFL fans and team owners. When Samoan players across the league have allowed their huge hair to grow out of their helmets, it's a spectacle that NFL owners view with the wink and nod because they don't see the corresponding culture that comes along with it as any sort of a threat. Collins Afro, on the other hand, is done in the spirit of the Black Panther Party. It is done to connect him with the legacy and history of many of the leaders he loves and admires. So in that that sense, Mike Vick is right. 
if Colin Kaepernick decided to be living a lie by cutting off all of his hair, denounces, denouncing his fight against police brutality, apologizing for supporting activists and movements in America and around the world, shunning his blackness, and began simply posing alongside flashy cars with his shirt off, maybe, just maybe, he'd be given a shot again. I mean, wow, that's that's powerful, and that's exactly true. And I mean, like Michael Vick said, and like Sean King pointed out, all it takes is a couple of weeks. Take a couple of weeks away from that, and I'm not saying it's the right thing to do. I'm not saying that right. he would want to do that because it's not him. But take a couple of weeks away from that, look clean cut, don't do anything, get that contract, mm-hmm. and then you and can then go back to go doing back. to exactly. – <laughs> Exactly. And I, I do want to I sorry, I do want to read this last part because I think it's kind of put the whole thing into perspective. It says what Mike Vick revealed in his comments is the painful truth about America to get back into the league. Colin Kaepernick must go out of his way to not only reject his blackness, but remove as many possible signs of it like you were just talking about and maybe even apologize forever embracing it in the first place that's 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 powerful that's exactly what you that's exactly what you just said (laughs) (laughs) yeah and it like you said it's it's painful but it is the truth and especially in an organization where i mean i don't have the stats but i don't even know if there is one um, minority owner in the nfl and Quite frankly, it wouldn't surprise me if there wasn't one. And, I mean, that's the problem. Like, they see that. And even though Colin Kaepernick did earn the 49ers a lot of money, like, it caused a huge, huge, huge media backlash. And that, in in all honesty, that's what hurt him. Because the media sees it as bad some fans see it as bad and so the owners i mean with their already with already with their bias already and everything on top of that they're going to see what they want to see so they see it as i don't care how much money that he's going to make me from jersey sales or whatever wow. it is like i don't like that and i don't want that in my organization and it's painful to hear because it shows that in America, we really haven't come that far. <laughs> wow, you're you're right, and I I'm just sitting here and listening to you talk and just kind of processing things after reading what Sean King wrote and stuff like that. It is it's a lot to take in, like you said. It makes you realize that we really haven't come that far. Like Mike Mike Vick, he was just speaking the sad truth, like Sean King said, the painful truth about the world we live in today and i can understand i can understand i mean we grew up knowing the type of world that we're in and right. we learn more and more about it as we grow older um and so i'm not going to claim to know everything or claim to really understand it all but i know more today than i did a few years ago and the part that really hurts me like i understand that i can i can I can deal with that because I know it. But the part that really, truly hurts me are the people that get upset with Michael Vick because that's the problem. Because they're either, number one, they're either ignoring the problem or number two, they don't realize that it's a problem. And that's a huge 
that is a mm-hmm. huge problem to not know it or to know it and not really care. Or Yeah. Or, and I think a third thing to that is to, to know it, but kind of like, kind of like you're saying, like not see that it's an issue, not see that, or just feel like that, or feel like that that's not the truth. Like feel, feeling like that, no, he can wear his hair like that and be quote unquote accepted in society. But it's not true. It's just not true. Like <laughs> people see it as what Michael Vick said. They see it as being untrue. And <laughs> But I mean, how many people do you think really, really, truly, if you sat down and talked with them, how many people do you feel like would truly believe that it's not true if you mm. sat down and explained it to them? With our crazy generation, I don't know. <laughs> we got some crazy people in our generation, and that and, and that's that's a huge problem. That we can't be that naive as a people, as a community. Right, right. We're not a. That's not affordable to us to be right. that naive. We, we, we have to know what we have to do to make it in society and to succeed in the society that we're in today. I mean, when you make it into those positions. If you have a job, if you get that CEO position, for the most part, you can kind of go ahead and do what you want to do then. Mm -hmm. Um, There certainly are still those rules that you, the quote unquote rules or unwritten rules that you have to follow to make sure you keep that job. But then you're allowed a little more leadway to kind of do what what you feel is best. Right. And I (laughs) bet you. If you are a CEO of a major company or anything like that, you once you once you get into that position, you're more than likely you're not going to want to have your hair that type of way because <laughs> you're going to be you're going to come in contact with you're going to be in contact with people in society that that's not acceptable for. So to be honest, it doesn't really matter what position you're in when you think about it. Like I mean, like you said, you could still you know, have your hair a certain way if you're a CEO within limits, but there's still these unwritten rules of society. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And I'm going to be very, very extremely careful about the way I say this because it could be misconstrued. Um, (laughs) But I'm just talking about the high-ranking positions. And once you make it there, it's not even necessarily about race. I know that still does play a part in it for sure, Mm -hmm. but it's not necessarily about race it's about the way that you present yourself because i mean i can give an example of a white person who comes in with a mohawk i mean (laughs) they'll get looked at kind of crazy too so it's not always just about race but race does play a big part in it um like we're talking about and especially in the colin kaepernick situation if he wants to if he wants a job he has he has to conform to what they want right you're you're so right i mean like, I, I just keep going back to it's just the sad, painful truth about the world we live in. So what are do you have anything else you would like to add your final thoughts on all of this? Oh, well, I do kind of want to talk about <laughs> Michael Vick apologizing after saying that, which, to be honest, it made me upset that he that he even apologized because I feel like he what he said was so true. And I just wanted him, no matter how much backlash he got for that, I just wanted him to own up to it. And just to kind of basically like we, we kind of talked about off air that he, yes, it is true. He could have worded things probably a little bit differently, but what he said was spot on. 
I mean, <laughs> I'm I'm not gonna rag on Michael Vick for apologizing because I feel like he did exactly what he told Colin Kaepernick to do. <laughs> he understood the consequences and he said, "Okay, like all the <laughs> let me work this carefully." He said, "All these bosses and all of these sponsors <laughs> are saying that I need to apologize," and so he apologized, knowing. Knowing that what he said was the truth, he did what he had to do to keep his job, to to keep his the view of him right. in the public spotlight the way that it was. And so Colin Kaepernick should take a lesson from Michael Vick <laughs> in that. <laughs> yes, I absolutely love it. I love that because that just sums up perfectly what we've been talking about this whole time. So like you said, <laughs> Colin Kaepernick definitely <laughs> needs to learn from Michael Vick and I I do like what I absolutely love what Colin Kaepernick did over the past NFL season and standing up for for the African American community and such a I feel like we went through a well we're still going through a rough time but we really went through a really rough time this past year and to see someone with that much kind of, um, I guess, not fame, but with that much of a spotlight, just kind of showing that, showing that he's standing for something that is right. It, I, I respect him for that. I really do. Looking at um, Michael Vick's apology, uh, I feel like it is exactly what I mentioned earlier. I'm looking at the exact words now. It says it has nothing to do with him being blackballed. The gesture that he made last year when he took the stand to do what he did. Listen, we all appreciated it, we respect it, and it was a good thing. I really think that I really think the stand that he took has nothing to do with him not having a job of playing in the National Football League right now. Now looking at that, we both know that that's a lie. Why you always lying? <laughs> Boy, uh, <laughs> I'm so, I, you, you believe that? <laughs> I mean, look at. Come on now. Yeah. I I I bet there are at least at, I'm at least 32 quarterbacks that Colin Kaepernick is better than in yeah. the NFL. And I mean, I'm talking about starters, backups, all that. At least 32, he's better than. Because he can be a backup. Yeah. Like he might not be a starter, but he's definitely backup material. Right. And so. The fact that he doesn't have a job, I mean, we know that. We, we know why he doesn't have a job in the NFL right now. Michael Vick, boy. <laughs> boy. <laughs> see, uh, you, you see. But he knows how to play the game, and that's exactly right, what you have right, to do. Right, right. So Colin Kaepernick should take a should take a page from Michael Vick's book mm-hmm. and do what he has to do if he wants that if job. He, right. If he doesn't want a job, then okay. Then right, yeah. <laughs> And so, I well, I guess we know that he doesn't want the job. <laughs> He's not taking Michael Vick's advice and what Michael Vick has kind of shown Colin Kaepernick to do. <laughs> so, do you have any final thoughts on this whole situation? Uh, I feel like, yeah, those, those are my final thoughts that Michael Vick is has been in the right and he, he did and he said what he should have said. Um, once again, it frustrates me so much that people either don't know, don't care, or are naive to believe that it's not true. 
and that is that's the biggest problem I have with this because we should listen to Michael Vick, we should take his advice, um, and we should realize that 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 he's not the problem. That the problem are the owners, the problem are the the fans that say that they're not going to come to the games because he because Colin Kaepernick's on the team. That is the problem, and not Michael Vick. Wow, I I couldn't end on a better note than that. Thank you so much for being here with me today. Guys, feel free to tweet us, Facebook us, your thoughts on this whole situation. I'm sure most of you probably disagree with the majority of what we said today, but we would still love to kind of hear your opinions and feel free to share this. Um, Where can people find you on social media? I do have a Twitter, DCIB Sports. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for... I, I I know I said this before. I just love being, I just love when you come on here and co-host with me. It's just I feel like it's nothing like it. I feel like it's really I feel like unfiltered sports is the best when you are on the show. <laughs> it's my pleasure. <laughs> All right, thank you so much for tuning in, guys. Those Andrew Chambers here on Unfiltered Sports with Charity Chambers, and you've just been scooped.